Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when Bobby Blades and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get our show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do we make money from our podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free. That's one of my three favorite four-letter F words. It's also ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, admittedly, I am not a rocket surgeon. I'm not tech savvy. I need things to be super simple. Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening. To a brand new life, to a brand new day, all the way from the uncanny valley. My name is Bobby Anthem, and with me, as always, he is a mere figment of your imagination. He will chase away the light no matter what you at home choose to believe. My partner, my ace, my fellow inhuman. What's going on? It's Blades here. And tonight we have the Deacon. No, not Deacon Batista, Michael Deacon. <laughs> All the way from the wastelands of California. Fuck yes, man. We are excited about this one, man. This is something that we've been working on, uh, making happen for a minute. So I'm glad we get to do this. And uh, so what do we got coming up? Dude, I'm so fucking excited. We've actually got it done. And man, coming up, uh, Michael goes into a little bit of his paranormal past. And then we go into a bit of what it's like in the podcasting realm. And uh, it might be enlightening to some of you who are aspiring to become podcasters. And so, you know, all that and then some when we return. Nuclear Heat Graphics. We have such sights to show you. Retro cartoons and The fucking blueberries and all that weird shit. Yeah, I've got coworkers who are into that that shit, but uh, not me personally. It's not really, you know, viable for me. Yeah, why do you yeah, smoke? Was... No, I don't. I don't smoke cigarettes. Oh, okay. I smoke weed, but not <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> I was gonna say, then you have no use for nicotine at all. 
No, I hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even be around it. The smell and yeah, the I just toxins. Got major headache every time. So can't do it. Yep, that's me now too. Anybody, yeah, anytime somebody smokes near cells. me, I know we were talking about that before. Oh, we did talk about that. Yeah. yeah. And I was saying I must be really dumb by now because I smoked for like uh, about 25, 30 years. You went that long? Yeah. Wow. I started when I was 15. Jesus. Did, did you um, steal your dad's cigarettes? What was going on there? <laughs> I did. That's how I first started. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Yep. Well, you're a statistic. I'm a if fucking only, statistic. If, o- if only you were Asian. Why? What would what would happen if I was Asian? Oh, you would never get any kind of lung disease or any sort of lung infection from smoking. Uh, you would have perfect lungs. But since you you know have European blood in you, you most likely will have some sort of uh, illness there eventually. Probably already do. Or you probably already do. Yeah. I'm telling you, the Asians, they they are immune. <laughs> they don't get sick from that shit, ever. They, they will inherit the earth. They're superhuman. Well, they were the oldest civilization. According to uh, certain researchers out there, I'm not quite sure if that's the truth. However, smarter people... Uh, than I could uh, ever imagine to be uh, claim these things. So uh, I'm just going to go with them. Okay. If it's coming from you, I'll believe it. Uh, th- these are coming from very researched and very legit uh, folks here. So I-, I have to go with them. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm too much of an idiot for that. I-, I can't figure that shit out. I've never even done any research to figure out like any of that stuff. You know, I got I got to start getting up on my up on the game here, man, you know? There's not enough time. That that's the issue. No, there's not. You don't have enough time to research everything. Some people have a life. Yep, I got shit to do. Got bills and kids and and women to abuse. <laughs> time short and time is money. Grandmothers to fuck. Yeah, I got a few, you know, got to get a few sexual allegations my way, get the press, yeah. that sort of thing. I need that here. I, I need that sort of thing here. You know, if you're not getting that, then you're doing something wrong. Well, that depends. You know, some people want to be under the radar and some people don't want to be there anymore. So you have to go through these uh, drastic measures, as they say. Yeah. I prefer to be under the radar. Right, that's the best place. And, and what's going on with you guys now? What's what's happening here? What what were you guys talking earlier? And now for something completely different. Gotta react accordingly. You know, that's a strange thing. The whole community of podcasters, as they say. That's a slippery slope, in my opinion. Yeah. You gotta walk a real tight rope with some of these individuals. They're very, very sensitive. It's hard to keep friends. It is. That's very true. That's something that we that we have definitely been learning yep. really over the past couple of years, honestly. It's insane because that's one of the first things I was told before I even started a show. 
I was warned of these sort of individuals, these heathens, these, I guess you could say these unscrupulous individuals out there, these marauders that all have shows, that all have podcasts, and they all have these little communities. And of course, you have to uh, walk a tight rope. You have to basically walk on eggshells around some of these folks. It's ridiculous, but there's lots of this uh, bickering and uh, behind the scenes fighting oh yeah and it's it's really ridiculous too you know i i had a run in with one individual who has a show and uh, you know it's not a very big show they don't have much of a following and the thing is i actually had talked to this guy before a long time ago and i was on my friend's little facebook group uh for podcasters i i never really go in there but I did just to, you know, be nice to my friend, trying to show him some love and then make some random post and uh, some guy in there, a guy I had talked to, I didn't even know I had talked to him. I had to rem- I had to go back in the past and look through Skype here, but apparently I got into it with this guy uh, even a long time ago and I'm starting to remember now uh, why. And this dude here, he was starting to press me all of a sudden on uh, Facebook uh, saying something about the show being about conspiracies and I'm doing this all, all kinds of uh, crazy shit and you know I'm telling him you know I know what you're trying to do you're trying to get me uh, to be on your show and I told him that would essentially be a waste of my time since you want to sort of go at me very hard it, it's better if you come on my show and do that uh, because there'll be an actual listening audience <laughs> I don't think he liked that very much. I'll try to be truthful to him. Yeah. Oh, I remember seeing that you posted it on the Discord. Exactly. So I don't, I don't, I don't know why he was pressing me like that for. It was not a very smart move, and of course that got deleted because he complained. (laughs) You know. No, that's the best thing about me. I seriously don't give a fuck what anyone thinks, really. Yeah, that comes across. Oh yeah. It's true. Living the gimmick. <laughs> Been yep. doing that before I even had a show, so I'm quite used to it. That's good, because then That's you're just you're not like oh, affected by care. everybody's bullshit. I just don't care anymore. I stopped caring more than ten years ago. I have to be honest. That's probably the easiest way to live. See, me, I'm 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 the nice guy, you know. Uh, I've always been a nice guy. Sometimes, sometimes I can probably be a little bit of a pushover. I understand that. And that's not for me to paint myself with the brush of being a mean spirited person because I'm actually not a a really nice. Actually, I'm, I know I sound a little bit, you know, a bit of a ball buster right now, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, I am actually pretty nice. Yeah, we know that, you know, and, and, we get it the thing is it really doesn't pay to not be genuine and if if being genuine means that you have to tell a harsh truth every so often then that's just probably the best way to be you know uh that comes across that comes across with you and people don't like that no 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 uh, people often say that they want the truth but a lot of times that's the farthest thing from the truth <laughs> No, I agree with you, man. It's true. The truth is a jagged little pill. 
It is, and people can't handle that. You know, they just they act like they uh, can handle it, but then at the end of the day, they they are very soft, very sensitive. Yeah, I think everybody's like that on the inside a little bit. A little bit, to some degree. But some people out there, they are like oblivious. Oh yeah, I know a few people like that. It's like no one has really smartened them, smartened them up a bit, you know. Yep. Well, they they're surrounded by yes men all the time. I think that's most of it. You know, you've Probably. got friends who don't want to hurt their other friends' feelings, and so they're just like, "Oh yes, this is true. This is true. Yes, I believe everything you say." Yeah, well, you have to do it in a nice way. That's the thing. Well, yeah, you can't be a dick about it, but right. I think I've gotten much better at that. Uh, instead of offering a, a criticism, I feel like I've gotten a lot better at maybe offering an opinion along with the uh, criticism or maybe some suggestions. If if it's something that I feel like I know a little bit about, you know, I, I try not to speak on too much that I don't know anything about. And there's a long list of shit that I don't know anything about. Oh, that's OK. It's fun to throw out opinions out there. It can be entertaining for the people, <laughs> for the people listening. Well, exactly. That's why it's a, it's a talk show after all. It doesn't matter if you're wrong or right. To be honest, yeah, because it's all opinions. Basically, as long as you're entertaining, that's all that really matters. Who gives a fuck if you're wrong? Yeah, as long as you're not it's trying to promote show. what you're saying as absolute fact. That that's another one. But some people. In my case, you know, the show satire. A lot of people don't even realize that. Hey, I didn't even realize that. Of course not. <laughs> uh, I'm one of the marks that you were speaking of. Well, I work a lot of people. <laughs> I'm a fucking carny. Working those marks. We got Vince McMahon number two over here. I'm not going to lie. I've been a carny. I just, you know, it's just how it is. Look where I'm at. <laughs> Look where I'm at, man. Of course. Yeah, it, it has kept some people coming back. You know, um, a lot of li- a lot of the listeners get worked. That's, that's but fine. it's, it's still, so it's entertaining. Huh? It's the beauty. I love it. It's entertaining as fuck. Yeah, I mean, people should know once you start using the theme of taxi as your <laughs> theme song. <laughs> some people goes over their heads. Yeah, man, I gotta express my appreciation too for you using the taxi thing. <laughs> That's my favorite. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I love Andy Kaufman and, and comedy, so this is just another extension of myself. Yeah. Andy Kaufman was constantly working constantly working people of course that's uh, the genius behind that character there and another thing another thing i did want to ask you really quickly was i know you well both of you have faced i'm not sure if it's uh, if we could consider it criticism but i know you had some heat with a couple of other people out there right um uh, uh, <laughs> right, you're talking about me yeah, probably you, Bobby. I, I don't know I, if I've had heat with anybody. Oh, okay, not you then. I'm not sure I might have heat with people, but I just don't really pay attention anymore. 
Oh, you never know when you do. Hmm. Sometimes it can go right over your head. I yeah. Guess. Oh, of course. Of course, man. I got a lot of heat with people. Top, I don't know. Top to bottom. <laughs> He's got nuclear. Yeah, that, that's another thing that's kind of entertaining too about you. But as far as I'm concerned, I don't know. I mean, with with me, um, yeah, there may there may have been some some issues with me and and a certain group of people, if that's what you're referring so to. Are, yeah. So these are like lower tier jobbers, right? Or, or are these people <laughs> like mid carters or the headline acts? What's going on with these folks? <laughs> Uh, well, see, you know what? I thought you were referring to something else, so we're, we're gonna we're gonna steer clear of it. <laughs> Speaking of changing the subject, producer, cut this. We d we don't have our producer on the line right now. Yes, he's he's in Europe somewhere. <laughs> he's in Australia. Australia, oh, Australia. Okay, the Australian guy. Yep. Very nice. Very nice. Yes, cut this part. <laughs> When I send it to Australia, he'll cut it out. Yeah, so there's been beefs and all that sort of thing. I can imagine people get sensitive. People must walk on eggshells around the others out there. And that sort of happens uh, all over the place from top to bottom. It's the way it goes. So I can understand even, even with anyone, it, it, it could happen. That's how it goes people get jealous they take shots at each other and uh, you know i try not to uh, punch down i try to punch up to be honest with you <laughs> and you know i go after way bigger shows than myself and one of the last ones i went after is a show called uh, caravan to uh, midnight with john b wells i went after his show and john b wells and uh, his producer actually added me on twitter <laughs> or fault on Twitter, and I and I thought, well, yeah, no shit. Of course, this was going to go back to him, and that's the great thing about my show. Uh, nine out of ten times, when I talk badly about someone, word is going to get back around to them. Right. Some, and I love that. I think it's the greatest thing ever. I, I love killing two birds with one stone, <laughs> so I love it when things get passed around. Yeah, that's how you get your name it, out there. I love it. It is pretty amazing how that works. That that these people know of you, and and I know about oh, still some for of me. the some of the heat that you have gotten from from or just with certain people, and a lot of the guests. Like you get some high profile guests on your show, and and you know they they work the whole circuit. They they're on these other shows talking to other high profile people, and it, it has to do good things, man. They say controversy creates cash i know you're a wrestling fan so you know where that comes from now, of course but yeah man it's, it's an interesting thing it really is it's interesting to see that it's good to know that i have that sort of reach even in the lowest of lows here where i'm at this isn't gonna be like a formal interview or anything but why would it be yeah i mean there's this that would be kind of ridiculous, honestly. <laughs> but there was just a couple of things that we were kind of both wondering about. Ah, okay. Um, Once we turn this into an interview uh, per se here, I just do. I do want to say thank you for bringing me on here. By the way, I do appreciate that. Uh, I like coming on to any show that wants to bring me on, but I do have to say I've been denying 
and rejecting all sorts of interview requests for quite some time now. I don't even do interviews anymore. Well, man, we're honored. Absolutely honored. You know, we've been wanting to, one of the first things that we talked about when we started doing this was was uh, having you on with us. So Nice, okay. Just, cool as hell that, that you're here with us. I mean, I know that we're all friends anyway, but still, I mean, it's kind of a, it feels like kind of a big deal to me. I know Blaze feels the same way. Oh, hell yeah. Every time you invite me onto your show, I'm always honored to go on there. It's like a big deal for me, so I appreciate the fact that you come on our show. Very cool. Well, I really appreciate that. It does mean something to me. It's not something I don't take at face value, so appreciate it. Likewise. Yeah, so let, let's begin. Let, let's have the formal interview then. <laughs> the informal well, informal interview. It's not going to be a formal interview. We just had a couple of, couple of small cool. things. That we yeah, let, let's do the bit. The, the main thing that I want to know, and I know that you've told this before. I know that you have, but sure. uh, I, I just, I just want to hear you tell me and, and, and anybody who might be listening to us who may not be familiar with you, even though I'm, I'm sure they most likely are. Uh, I just want to know what exactly got you into paranormal enough to talk about it. That's a great question. I mean, a lot of people are into paranormal, but sure, yeah. there's not a lot of people who are actually gonna, you know, gonna actually st start a format, you know, join a <laughs> format to discuss it. So. Very true, very true. It takes an unusual character to do something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Which is why, which is how uh, Bobby Blades and I came together. Yeah, my friend, it's a, it takes a very special individual to actually go through with a thing. And of course, I'm no different. I had my own sort of experience as well. Uh, very early on when I was, I, I think I might have been like eight or nine, maybe. Maybe even maybe even seven. I'm sure it's either seven for maybe through nine, ten years old, probably. And I was at my parents' house and my grandmother lived there. I'm sure my 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 mom must have loved that, right? <laughs> Having to deal with grandma there, right? Oh shit! Yeah, so if it was an in-law, it would have been worse. Right, right, exactly. So she passes away. She ended up uh, getting cancer, and then she faded, and then she was gone. But before that, I had a pretty pretty good relationship with my grandmother. And like clockwork, she would go into the kitchen at around 1 or 2 a.m. Every day of the week, it seemed. And it might have been three or four months after she had passed. And I heard pots and pans going off in the kitchen. I heard this, the, the faucet go off. And I instantly thought to myself, well, I'll go say hi to grandmother or grandma, rather. And I get up out of the bed and I walk uh, towards the kitchen. And as soon as I go in there, it's dark. Lights are off and there are no pots or anything. It's, it's an empty sink. And that's what I'm wondering. 
what is did this actually happened was, was i having a dream that right, right. i wake up during the dream you know there's all sorts of different little scenarios but then i realized no that actually did happen it wasn't a dream wow and did it happen more than once no, it just happened that one time. Oh, okay. And the interesting thing was I did have my door open because back then I didn't sleep with the door closed, I recall. The hallway light would always be on and I could see my I, I was across from my parents' room and their door was closed and nobody was and nobody nobody else was in the house. Pretty weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it never happened yeah. again but to me it's to me it's believable you know i mean like you said i don't i don't know of course i wasn't there i can't say whether you were sleeping most people would probably say that you were probably dreaming but i tend to believe it i've heard stories like that before i've witnessed things like that before so i tend to believe it right and i used to think that i used to think oh it must have been a dream or it must have been a projection of, of a dream Maybe that's just some sort of weird memory that my mind has come up with. But then after thinking about it so much and finally telling the story to my father and he fully believed me, he didn't think I was dreaming either. That was the weird thing because, you know, I never told him because I thought I would scare the man, you know, I thought he would freak out. Now, has he said that uh, maybe he's experienced something similar? He never said that, but I have a feeling perhaps some he must have must have experienced something. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask you. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought about that. I thought about that, and he just stayed quiet and just like shook his head, and I could tell. You know, it, something else was something else he was thinking about was going through his mind. I'm sure. Pretty weird. I, I'll have to bring it up again to him and see what he tells me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and for you, that was uh, pretty much the beginning of it, huh? Yes and no, because I've always been skeptical of the whole thing. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> Sounds like oh, yeah, me. I understand. I, you know, I regularly talk to Dr. Michael Shermer, name drop. You know, he's a regular listener of mine, and we've had this discussion. I don't know how many times. The real Bob Buster. <laughs> you have a, uh, you have some interesting guests on your show, you know, and then there are some who I really like. There are some who, honestly, I can't stand. I'm not going to name names. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. Well, why not name them? More uh, fun. Uh, if I were on your show, maybe I'd name some names, but I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> I told you, I'm the nice guy. Man. Damn, I'm not, Bob, I'm not, you're afraid of everyone here. I'm not. I fear no human. I'm just, I'm not going to kick any horses. No, man. It, it doesn't come across that way to me. <laughs> Listen, I'm just a nice guy, man. <laughs> Listen to I you bringing up, I'm not going to kick any hornet's nest. That that reminds me of what we were speaking of before Michael got on the line. <laughs> you had apparently know, kicked up too many hornet's nests and you got stung. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I just like for everybody to get along. 
you know, I just want to get along with people. It doesn't necessarily mean that I fear anybody. If I had a if I had a personal gripe with somebody, then it would be addressed. But if it's somebody who well, I Bob, just don't Bobby, agree. I had to cut you off there and just quickly say, you know, I have nothing personal against anyone, yet I still trashed countless people. Doesn't mean I hate them. Uh, nothing that's, personal. That's fine. That's perfectly fine, but you know, for me, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stir anything up unless it is something that's personal. You know, oh, if it's just somebody who I don't agree with their views and I don't like certain personality yeah. traits of theirs, then I'm, I'm just gonna you're, let it go. Yeah, you're, you're good with it. Yeah, good enough with it. Yeah. All right, I right. can say I, is there are, there are some guests of yours who, who I am a fan of. You know, and that. Like, I might not necessarily um, agree with their views or their their beliefs or anything, but I am a fan. And, and some of them are kind of, some of them might be kind of surprising. Some are a little wacky. A lot of them are a little wacky. You have a lot of that's wacky true. people. I mean, and that's okay. Well, I mean, those, they are, the, those are the most, those are the most interesting ones to listen to. Well, they, wouldn't be on my sh- they wouldn't be on my show if they weren't. If they were boring, they wouldn't be on, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to interview them. It's too boring. And then there's just a couple of guests that rub him the wrong way. That's another reason. That's another reason why some of them are uh, hand-selected by me, because I know they're going to piss people off. (laughs) Of course. Nice. You got to get heat somehow. If I can't do it, I'm going to bring someone else who can. Got to generate that heat. Yeah, like when I brought in... um, uh, what's his face I'm forgetting the, the guy's name now and I'm feeling bad for forgetting his 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 damn name oh yes Colin Flaherty people hate that guy <laughs> they call him a racist and all, all sorts of shit and he's not I don't think I've heard that show with him on he's not either. actually a racist believe, believe it or not he wouldn't be talking to me if he was a racist he just has his own you know his own screwed up way of thinking at times hmm yeah like everybody of course and that's the problem with some people out there they claim to be open minded uh, but when things like this they are confronted with that's when they shut down yeah just gotta let people do their their own thing you know let them fall on their own um, face or let them die on their own hill And that is one thing that I can say I like about all of your guests is is that they are very outspoken, no matter how crazy uh, their views may be or how offensive their views may be. And everybody is offensive to somebody. That's part of the show. You know, that's part of the formula. Yeah. yeah. So I love it, man. I can tell you have fun. We can tell you have fun. Yeah, I have a I, I I have a ball to be honest with you. Someone else once told me that this well not once this is more recent. Uh, a, a listener told me that they could tell I'm having I'm actually having fun when I do the show, unlike a lot of other show hosts out there. And I agree. There's a lot of people out there that do shows and they don't sound like they're having a good time, like at all. Yeah. Well, if it's not I mean, fun, why the hell are you doing it? That's exactly what I was about to say, man. You know, who's making right. enough money doing this to, to keep doing it if, if you're miserable doing it? You know? 
You don't make much money doing this, believe me. Yeah, I think we've made $4, maybe. <laughs> but it, trust me, it's it's not much. Yeah, even those that do this during the week or whatever, they actually have, they actually have a, a gig doing this. They don't even make that much money. No, there's not a lot of money in podcasting. Some people, for well, for some, yeah. there is. Those that have popular podcasts that use like Patreon. Oh, yeah. yeah. They do good. Like a Come Town. What? Yeah, there's a show called, there's a comedy show called Come Town. (laughs) Okay. I'm sure they never heard of it. (laughs) I'm sure they make decent money. They make bank. Shit. Probably the most money out of every comedy show there is out there. They make about as much money as uh, Belle Delphine without selling her urine. Word. Most likely. That girl's hot, by the way. Oh, she is fine, yes. But I Loving wouldn't buy that. her bath water, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get to that. No. That's pretty gross. Not, if that's real pee, definitely wouldn't buy it. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a turn off. Well, <laughs> Well, um, unless you're R. Kelly. Well, yeah, but she would have to be much, much younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. She's a little too old now. Yep. Yeah, she aged out for R. Kelly. Can you believe that? That R. Kelly? <laughs> Shit. Sick, sick bastard, right? Yeah, I mean, it's nothing new. These are things that, that people have known for years yeah. and years. It's just, I, it, I don't understand why it's coming out just now like just that's what they say yeah that's what they say about jeffrey epstein that's what they say about uh mr hollywood out there weinstein yeah the the list goes on yeah now and the thing is well yeah yeah people have been talking about them for years as far as epstein's concerned i can i'm not i don't want to i want to choose my words carefully i know i'm going to be misunderstood but i can kind of understand how the hammer didn't drop on him a lot earlier um, just because money talks I mean he had ridiculous money and he had so much dirt on many people yeah yeah people in in, in positions of power um, were at risk which is why he's no longer with us uh, but somebody like R. Kelly I mean who, who the fuck is protecting R. Kelly I don't know man that's a great question uh, Jeffrey Epstein probably was <laughs> Well, if you believe the media, he he was brainwashing these girls and their families. Maybe he was to a certain extent when you have that sort of money and, you know, you gimmick them up a bit. Sure. Think about it. This guy had his own fucking compound with all the chicks waiting on him and everything. And they had to ask for permission to do the most menial things. Like a boss. Yeah. You know where I come from, that's what it's called, <clears throat> pimping. <laughs> and we all know pimping ain't easy. Now it's called sex trafficking. <laughs> yeah, that How sounds like a much bigger bigger offense. Yeah, yeah actually it, it would be child worse, trafficking. Is, pimping is still the same thing where I'm from. Well, I don't know, man. I just don't know anymore. You don't know pimps, man. No, I don't know any pimps. They've been doing it for for the longest, just like that. (laughs) 
Got your imports. Got it all. <laughs> the imports, my friend. I like that. It's how it goes, especially out here. You got Mexico out here. You know how you know how they do it. The cartel. Oh shit! I'm sure. Yeah. Got to run these bitches. You know. You know what's up. <laughs> You don't come with the money, they they put you in a tire and light you on fire. No, I don't think they do that no more. They might, though, actually. I think that's like parts in like South Africa. They do that sort of thing. Oh, I thought they did that shit in Mexico, man. No, they just hang you from uh, the freeway now and like burn you and shit. Oh, they don't cut off your head anymore? Mm, In certain cases, they do. Well, that's still pretty popular. The cartel's ruthless, man. That, you know. Oh yeah. It never stops. And they lost a big chunk of income when uh, weed became legal in a lot of states. Ah uh, well, they're still up in the Emerald Triangle, still making plenty of money. <laughs> I'm sure they've gone legit in that part. Some, but there's still plenty of legal operations going on uh, out there in. In uh, Northern California, Central California, that area, they're, they're making it happen still. Hmm. The what black market life. is still thriving. Oh, of course. Supply and demand, my friend. Yeah. That's why I think all these gun laws are ridiculous, too. When someone wants something, they're, they're going to have it. When you want something, they will figure a way to get it. Oh, yeah. You're going to definitely find a way to get it. Same with drugs, man. Yeah, the um, the, the opioid way. epidemic. You know, everybody's overdosing. Uh, and they're saying, oh, oh we, so need, we need stricter laws on this. What's that going to do? If they want it, they're going to be able to get it. They're going to find a way. And they're still going to fucking die. Are you are you gentlemen rocking the barbiturates? Are you pill pumping? What's going on here? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm I'm as clean a person as you will ever ever talk to. This man is a hundred percent straight edge. Damn, you're straight edge. Are you? Well, you know what? I don't like. That's. I would only use that term because it's the easiest term for people to really understand. But okay, come on, man. I'm just going to call you Phil now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not do that. (laughs) You're not in Chicago, but you're close. I'll call Phil Phil to his face, too. And I would like to see that happen. And I would like to see what he can do about it. We've all seen him get his ass beat. (laughs) I'd fight that fucker. I'd beat the shit out of him. I've been training longer than he has. So I'd fuck him up. (laughs) Fair enough. He came to my hometown and got his ass kicked. So you know, and he's a prick. So fuck him. You know? oh, I would, I would fight him for free, just to tell, just to tell the story. <laughs> uh, again, I've been training a lot longer than he has. Now, would you fight Joe Rogan? Of course, for the for the story. No shit. Okay. <laughs> and the right amount of money. Put that I shit on pay per view. I'm not fighting Rogan for free. Fuck that. Oh, I would. It'd be fun. Not at the moment. It probably wouldn't be. Well, I'm not normal. 
you know, it wasn't that long ago that I stopped. It's, it's you know, it wasn't that long ago that I, I finally stopped going and, uh, you know, going going and opening the gym and having it out with someone that has a beef with me. Did you actually really do that? Yeah. Oh, shit. Wow. A hundred times. Yeah, I'd get... Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I was like a training partner for a lot of like local fighters out here at times in the earlier years. Nice. What are you trained in? Well, jujitsu, boxing, primarily. Those two things. Cool. Been doing yeah, that for yeah, cool. a long, long time. <laughs> Learning something here, man. I've, I've been listening to your show and I've can't remember you ever bringing that up so it's cool as hell man i'm learning this now yeah there's a lot of um random things i haven't really talked about he's opening up yeah i mean how else do you think i got a couple of fighters that no longer fight in the ufc on the show because hmm. you know people that because i know people that know them that you know we trained that's fucking cool i like that Except one guy. Well, actually, maybe just two. There's a guy by the name of Mitch Clark, a Canadian in, in the UFC. He had a short little run, but now I think he's like a teacher or something. A great guy. And uh, uh, what's his face? Dad of 5,000? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's been on my show a long time ago. Back, oh, when, he was gonna fight, back when he was going to fight Kimball Slice. Okay. Honestly, that was before I was uh, listening to you on a regular basis. That was back then. That's when I was even crazier. That's when I was still showing up to people's garages to do like a grappling challenge bullshit or <laughs> fighting them, whatever. Holy shit. So have you have you officially competed anywhere? Uh, just a few grappling tournaments. I was actually going to take a, a smoker, which is an amateur fight. And um, my knee got really screwed up. So I haven't even really explored that avenue. I kind of want to. I'm getting old. Getting older now. So time is now. I'm gonna do fucking something. Yeah, man. Don't let it go, dude. I, I, missed, in, I missed out on uh, pursuing a path when I was younger. And it's just way too late now. So Yeah, I just want to have one. I think you should do it. I'm encouraging you. Go do it. Now. That would be fun. I would like that. Yeah, I would like it. it. For some people, it would be a frightening experience. I think but you not. should get on UFC and fight <laughs> Phil Brooks. Oh, I, you know, I would fucking jump that opportunity. If, if, if they would have called me, I would have taken the fight. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. That's, that's a life-changing experience. Especially for the money. Good lord. Now, would you fight Conor McGregor? Of course. Okay. I'd probably get my ass kicked, but <laughs> I would do it for the money and then the notoriety. Yeah. The, Fuck. Yeah. The man who fought Conor McGregor. I mean, who who wouldn't want to have a story about getting their ass kicked by a famous fighter? <laughs> I think that's cool. I would honestly. I'm not trained in shit, but I would honestly fight anybody for the money. Um, exactly. That, that's the spirit. I know that I would get the shit whooped out of me. And in most cases, I would get the shit beat out of me. And I'm not a small guy. 
but when up against somebody who's training even if they're fairly new at it most likely they would beat the fuck out of me but if it's a good payday i would be stupid not to take it yeah the thing is most people that actually have trained for a good amount of time let's just say maybe like two years or so they have a good chance of like destroying you yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm sure oh yeah if the pay, you know, Jordan, if the pay is you, good why not? exactly if the pay is good why not and you can always go down fast <laughs> yeah. yeah there's a guy by the name of um rich shannon no 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 shannon rich rather yes and he's been fighting for the longest time and he's nearly 50 years old anytime there he gets in danger in an mma fight he's tapping right away <laughs> See, smart. I'm not, he's I'm smart not smart enough for that <laughs> live to fight another day <laughs> i'm not smart enough for that at all well, the guy's made a living. The dude, the dude has made a living going around the world and the country, just having fights like every other weekend and just fucking tapping whenever he's in. <laughs> it's amazing, and he has like the most fights in mixed martial arts history. He actually, I actually saw this guy fight. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Yuma, Arizona. Mm-hmm. It's not very far from where I'm at. Maybe about an hour away, and I watched. Travis Fulton and Shannon Rich uh, fight and between both of them they have the most fights in mixed martial arts history insane to see these guys fight and of course Shannon tapped right away <laughs> it was incredible he found his avenue I'm not mad at that as soon as a forearm was pressed into his throat he tapped right away no, I would have tapped too. I mean, it wasn't even—it uh, wasn't even fully locked in or anything. He just got pressed a little bit, and the guy—it <laughs> was incredible. It's like, okay, I know I'm going to pass out, so let me just do this shit right now. <laughs> he, he knew when to hit his signature move. Yeah, smart. <laughs> tap right? out. Tap. Yeah. And I'm not that smart, man, at all. So. So what I do you like, Macho? Be like, you're going to have to make me pass out, motherfucker. There would be a little bit of that, and then I would say, you know what, this is stupid. Let me go ahead and tap before I pass out. So it would be a race between tapping and passing out. Oh, I think okay. he probably made between five hundred to six hundred dollars, maybe even more, since it was the main event and it was on a Fight Pass for the the UFC. So just uh, six hundred dollars for the fight? Probably. Okay. Maybe he made more. I'm not quite sure. But I would have to assume it's around there because I had friends who fought in, in like Indian casino grounds and all that shit. And they didn't make that much money. Shit. Yeah, kind of sad. Get your head knocked around, lose some brain cells, maybe even worse for like four or $500. Yeah, walk away with CTE for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's pretty shitty, right? Yeah. That is true. I should probably take that into consideration. I've had more than my fair share of concussions already. So you probably, probably take some shots, right? Well, not in not none of my concussions. Wait, have any of my concussions been? None of my concussions have been in any legitimate fights. Oh, okay, accidents then. Accidents. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, most, mostly accidents and one brick. <laughs> Just was intentional. Check this Not shit. by me. I didn't do it on purpose. Check this shit out, man. A couple months ago, I actually fell down a flight of stairs. Get the fuck out. A full flight of stairs, second story. I was uh, helping a friend of mine move his couch, get in a new one. And this fucker let go of the couch and the look of shock and horror on his face as I slipped down with, with the couch. Uh, the, couch the couch missed me completely, but since I have such amazing balance and control over my body, thanks to jujitsu, I was completely unscathed. And nice. my head never touched the floor. I was just kind of turned my, like I fell down backwards and I turned to the side like in midair and I nice. slipped down and my head was perfectly fine. And as soon as I hit the floor, I, I did a kip, uh, a kip up <laughs> for wrestling style. And just, you know, I didn't sell that shit at all. It, no, fucking fuck hurt. <laughs> it hurt a little bit, but I didn't sell it. I didn't sell that shit at all. I Jump walked up and parkour. Dude, I got up like nothing, and, and they were just like, are you okay? Like everybody was asking. And I was like, sure. <laughs> no soul, man. It was amazing. Counts down. I wished that shit was on video because I would have gone viral. <laughs> that would have been incredible. Yeah, so I don't know what what the hell that was about, but that happened, and once it happened, I thought, oh, I'm not going to sell this. <laughs> unbreakable man too much at my age i can't imagine falling downstairs that would that would be the end of any, me ever doing anything else ever for the rest of my life it was insane i didn't even think i could do something like that but the adrenaline uh, overcame everything like i don't know what the hell i was thinking but i that was my instant reaction did you the next day did you feel like you had a full workout i felt like i got my ass kicked yeah yeah, yeah i was hurting know. Yeah, I was hurting, but I felt I was good, though. Cat-like reflexes. I was, I was cool, man. I still walked away. I still partied that night. <laughs> so you were feeling good anyway. So. Yeah, I was feeling fine. No serious injuries. I, I got away with it. I just was laughing that something that insane would happen. <laughs> that is insane, man. I, I broke my foot once falling down, falling down uh, stairs. Never got it repaired either. It still bothers me sometimes. That sucks. It must hurt when it gets cold then. Um, it's actually not too bad when it gets cold. Sometimes I guess it is. But if I step down the wrong way, I'll feel uh, like a sharp pain. It's like I keep re-injuring mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That sucks. Yeah, this anytime was a long mess, time ago. Yeah, any anytime you mess up your your legs, your feet, that's annoying. Let me see. I fell down. I fell down the stairs once when my kids were little. They left a toy at the top of the stairs, and oh, oh um, shit! You know, I'm I'm visually impaired, so oh, I no. can't see when things are on the stairs. So I step on the stairs step on this toy, and I just take a tumble all the way down. And the funny, well, not funny, but the thing is. I had been thinking because I just turned 30 at that time and I was thinking a lot of people say that you start feeling aches and pains around 30 and I'm like I feel good like I still feel like I did when I was a kid but then like almost immediately when I fell down the stairs everything changed <laughs> it was the life changer yeah thanks, thanks to your kids they, they try to whack you man 
they they have been trying. They have been doing a good job too, man. All girls. Trying to take you out. Yeah. Oh no, Bobby! All girls. Yeah, yeah. You know that's expensive. <laughs> yeah, man. That's Tell expensive. Me. Oh no, Bobby. I know. Believe me, I know. Poor Bobby. I'm the one who did this. I know. <laughs> that's true. You did it, but still, it's just that's heavy. I'm reminded every single day. Non kayfabe. That's heavy. Yeah, that is a shoot. It is. That's just. That's life, though, man. That's life. Yeah, we make these choices and we have to live with it. We have. We either have to live with it or we have to be a piece of shit and find the easy way out. So I chose to live with it. That's smart. It won't be like Natalie Holloway. No. No. With the X. That, that was a, a terrible joke there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're the one who said it, so. <laughs> it works for me. As soon as I said it, I felt bad, though. <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> well, it's good that you felt bad, so. I did. I felt real bad after I said it. Means you have a conscience. Yeah, sometimes. So obviously we're gonna cut some of this out, but we can I don't start think you to. Should. I don't think you should. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens, but we should actually start. To, well, we're definitely we should start to wrap it up. You need to leave we it on. Like, well, we don't like to go super long, so. You know. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say set the actress to the bishop, but some so. girls don't like it when you go too long. You know, you got to keep it around like fifty minutes, or they get annoyed. Their pussy dries up a little bit, you know. Well, I yeah, I haven't had that problem. Sometimes, I guess. I remember, I was fucking this one chick, and we were going at it for quite a while, and then she started getting dry. And it was like really, you know, there was a lot of friction and shit. So I had to stop. And she was like, don't do it anymore because my pussy's all sore. <laughs> so. That happens. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they start to lose a lot of the lubrication if you fuck for too long. Yeah, that's why you have to kind of keep it under a certain duration there. Yeah. And I suck at telling stories, so I apologize for that. No, man. <laughs> That was a good was a fun story. story. <laughs> I like that one. You stuck the landing. It, I don't know. To me, it sounded like I was lying. I, I felt like um, Steve Carell on the 40-year-old virgin there for a minute. <laughs> bags you know, of sand. Yeah, bags of sand. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I swear to you, I have had sex before. <laughs> Sometimes for free. <laughs> <laughs> You always pay somehow, whether it's dinner, a movie, oh, yeah. or just out of your wallet. I still think you should leave this up, man. It was, be- it was the best conversation ever. <laughs> <laughs> this will be uh, Michael's Patreon show. <laughs> yeah. People have not? to pay to get access to it. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm going to be doing that. Another one coming up um, next Thursday with uh, Mr. Stephen Bassett. Oh, cool. 
yeah, I'm going to be bringing up a couple names. Probably get some recordings of people taking shots at him. <laughs> nice. That'll be fun. I like doing that, but sometimes, you know, people get mad at me for doing that. I mean, yeah, you got to do what listeners. you got to do. Like, what are you pressing me? You know, they say things like that. And I say, well, you know, you wanted to come into the house. Yeah, if you want to be on the show, you've, you've got to know what I'm all about. That's true. You got to expect something. Got to liven it up somehow. Yeah. yeah. I That's still a good point, man. People should know what they're getting into. <laughs> yeah, definitely. They should listen to your show before they come on. Speaking oh, of, well, um, some people do. Have you heard back from Michael Ford? Good question. And no, I think I have to email him once again and bother him. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's been very elusive. I think he should definitely get on your show. Well, there's a lot. There's lots of people who become very elusive after a while. It's hard to get them on. Hmm. And he's one of them. He's, uh, well, honestly, I think it's probably because he had to go on vacation with the wife or whatever. So I'll, I'll give him another another shout though today or tomorrow and see uh, what the deal is. See if I can get him on. Yeah, I was definitely looking forward to having him on there. Yeah. Probably Michael Ford and uh, EA Kuwaiti next time. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I was going to... I still haven't reached out to Eric yet to see if he could come on our show. I don't know what the fuck we talk about. We'd probably just ask him a bunch of questions and shit. Just let him go. <laughs> yeah. Just let him let him have his way. He would probably let him go. Just I'm ask interested. I'm always interested in hearing what he has to say. Always. Yeah, he's an interesting cat, man. I'm telling you. Unless you're Michael Aquino. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to come up sooner I or later. So I felt so bad, by the way. You know, I felt so bad for him. I even apologized to him. To who? Michael? Uh, to Eric. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, you know, Eric was so excited to, to talk to him. He's big Mark. And he got treated like a mark. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> well, I mean, you, it is what it is. Again, you have to get smartened up. And to me, you know, I hate to say this, but uh, it seemed to me like Eric wasn't smartened up at all when it comes to this sort of thing. And when you deal with a lot of these individuals, uh, you know, they're not going to really take too kindly if you're a mark. Yeah. You that's, should. That's kind of true in a lot of. You should in a already, lot of cases. I mean, that's kind of common sense. So I mean, if you go anywhere, you're already being a fucking mark. Yeah. It, well, if you act like a fanboy to someone, then they're going to be like, I don't want to be around this person. And that's exactly how he was perceived by the doctor. Oh, uh, it's like a total fanboy. That's how he came across. Uh, to not not to me, but to to Michael. I'm pretty sure that's all. His perception was and that's probably why he was so dismissive uh, about eric uh, eric wasn't even in the conversation after like the first five minutes yeah he didn't he, talk too much i, I noticed I, because he was shattered <laughs> shit because he was fucking annihilated can you and, imagine uh, if anton well, LeBay was still alive so and you were interviewing him i'm pretty sure i would have got that interview by now yeah <laughs> shit man that's sad though i mean i again i felt bad because you know michael had, has been on my show countless times he knows the formula he knows that we've already been past the whole 
uh, satanic bullshit, you know, we're, we're done with that. We already moved on. Okay. So this is probably not a good idea to have him on there because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Eric, Eric was going into there thinking that we we're going to talk about Satanism and we we're going to talk about set and all that sort of shit. And it's like that boat has already sailed. He's been on here countless times. He's already passed that in his life. He doesn't really care too much. And Eric, you know, he got that sort of vibe from him and then shut him down. Oh, shit. It was crazy. Yeah, I felt bad. I felt terrible. Kind of like when you find out that Michael Jackson molested those kids. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out he only liked to look at their assholes. He just liked them to spread. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not even sure if I believe that. I don't know what to believe anymore regarding that. I, I only believe it once I find out that you are a habitual check casher and giver. That means he wrote many checks. So, well, he probably got sick of dealing with all the allegations, you know. I mean, well, that happens when you're touching kids. <laughs> of course, you would get sick. tired. Of nice, oh, good, I one, good one. All these victims would stop accusing me of doing what I did. Yeah, he's going crazy, and it's it's sad because you know we're in that time, almost 2020. You got to believe the victims, as they say, and sometimes they are lying. They are bullshitting. Yeah. However, in some cases, they're 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 not lying. <laughs> they're they're being legit. Yeah, they ain't they ain't lying. They're telling the truth. So it's a tricky situation. And the fucked up is half could be lying and half could be uh, actually telling the truth. So and that's exactly. the thing, man. That's the thing. We and we don't know. We don't know what the fuck to believe, and that's not a safe thing to say. We're always just supposed to blindly believe the victim. Um, a lot of times they're lying. A lot of times they're not. And we all know cases where people have done some really fucked up shit, and we know cases where people have lied. And people have had lies told on them. Like, all of these things happen all the time. So we really don't know what to believe. Looking at you, OJ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Well, my friends, it's been an hour and a couple minutes here. I think I think we don't have to go longer than that. I think we could just wrap this up. I think it's been a, a great episode. Your listeners will love it if they have a sense of humor, that is. And if not, they could go fuck themselves. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, man. While they're while they're all fucking themselves, I want to thank you for 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 doing this. It's been fun for me, man. We've been talking about it for a long time, so thank you very very. Well, much. I hope I I hope I delivered. Oh, you did. We we have been trying to get you on this show for the longest time, and every time it seems like it's going to happen, something comes up, and so I'm just glad that we were able to sit down and get this done today. For me sure, too. I'm glad you didn't give up on us. No, of course not. It's it's partially my fault though. Work. Well, well. It's just you know. Yeah, but there has been a couple of times when you were ready to go, and then some scheduling shit came up, and it was like, oh fuck. Yeah, it seems like a lot. It seems like more often than not, there's been things on our end. You know? Well, that's life. You know, that's life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad we were able to do it. Hell yeah! It's finally done. Sexual. Yeah, this is a big deal for us. Thanks. Well, I'm glad we were able to make love. <laughs> to the microphones. More. That's true. 
Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for this opportunity, and uh, I'll, I'll come back again if, if you'd like. Absolutely. Absolutely. The door is always open to you, my friend. Cool. Well, we'll do it again, my friends. All right, man. You take care. All right, guys. Thank you so much, and we'll talk again. Mahalo. Mahalo, my friends. Good night.